0: The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott, putting the buff back in film buff.
1: Trilbit number 14, Cobra Kai never dies, he just retires. Cobra Kai Review Season 4. We are the Trilogy Podcast. I am Vin. I'm Scott. And what we do is we break down trilogies. What we like to do from time to time is do small, chill bits. Yeah, sort of a a mini-sode that relates to the world of trilogies and and movies at large. Yeah, and this definitely relates. We do it every single year. It is our review for Cobra Kai Season 4. The Karate Kid, one of the most famous trilogies, and this show so directly relates to the events that we saw in those films,
2: uh, even more than we would have guessed. Because originally, the, the first season is very much just the first movie, just Johnny's experience. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. as the show continues, of course, you got to go into to more of the lore. Yep, you have <laughs> and, to go you know, into the second estimate, second season,
1: third. Season. Yeah, it's a whole yeah,
2: you know, and it's really blossomed into. A, a show that it always, again, I we said this every time, but I'll say it at its heart it is a show that is so much better than it has any right to be. Yeah, it doesn't deserve to be so goddamn good. They
1: do a really great job. Yeah. I mean, a really great job of balancing out all the stuff that people that appreciate the Karate Kid trilogy yeah. want to see, but at the same time, fresh new material, they relate it to the modern day, and yeah. it's still both funny and dramatic in places. It really works.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who have never seen the Karate Kid that because of this have gone back and like who's that guy i want to see who that was you better who's this
1: miyagi guy he he keeps talking about right
2: oh my god yeah i would be so lost it's the the guy who owned
1: (laughs) al's place on happy days
2: that's who mr miyagi (laughs) was okay
1: i am mitomo takahashi is this the face of arnold that by a restaurant had a big sign arnold's sign's very expensive you know how many letters in takahashi where we left off at the end of season three scott yes the cobra kais had gone crazy they invaded daniel's house Broke in, and it was a grand fight scene. Yeah, um, we had some people that realized, like Hawk, that they were down the wrong path with Cobra Kai, and they went back to right. you know the good side, right. joined Miyagi Do. We All got right.
2: everybody switching sides again. Yeah,
1: of course, <laughs> but at the same time, you also have Robbie joining up with Cobra Kai. Yeah. All right. And we we got a last shot of the phone call where John Kreese, the head of Cobra Kai, is making a phone call to somebody who trusts, an old friend. Hmm. All right. There was
2: a master at the piano, it would seem. It would seem. <laughs> and
1: that actually brings us right to the first episode of Cobra Kai. And the first note I wrote is evil villain Great on the piano, yeah. So I don't yep. know. I guess t- Terry Silver. We've, we've seen this before, of course. If you remember, the Shaft villain
2: who played the like oboe, yeah, or something. it was like a
1: bassoon or something. It was and really he, like
2: a... crawled to
1: after he had been attacked by Shaft, <laughs> so, like it was his child. Yeah, those things go together. So but it's, it's Terry Silver that comes back. It's yes. it's the 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 main bad guy, Crease's old army buddy that was referred to in the last season, right. but was the lead of the third movie. And we were
2: given that fake out when we yep. were made to think that other guy might be terry Stuber. right nope no nope. So he is you know this guy has this character has been much awaited since probably i would say since season two as stupid as the third movie is he is absolutely perfect for a show like this that level of like you know because it is that level of humor and seriousness yeah. that they dance that line yep and uh, i think that the third movie danced that line a lot
1: oh no doubt about but it we're like this is laughable yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> Right at the beginning, um, you know, Daniel's Miyagi-Do and Johnny's Eagle Fang karate yeah. dojos, they're working together. They're, right. And there's kind of a whole, like... Uh, there's really kind of a whole Laurel and Hardy routine between the two of them where, right. you know, one of them is like so pure and the other one's like, you know, po- yeah. poke him in the eyes, right. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, fucking him up.
2: Yeah. Kick him in the dick. Yeah. Like, oh, I, okay. <laughs> well, I love to, like, we the starts and you're like, well, we know there's a lot of work to be done between okay. the two of you guys. Like, yeah. So it's, you know, it's an uphill battle already. That's probably not going to pan out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: It's always destined to fail. Yeah. Johnny's training consists of like people doing drunken party games. Like the kids are like holding their heads on a bat and doing a circle so that they're oh, dizzy. Yeah. It just, it's not even, you know, he's
2: literally, he's hazing them. He's yeah. just hazing them the entire time. Like, <laughs> That's exactly. Right. All right. Now, now I'm going to crack this egg into your mouth. Now you have to pass it to the other pledge from yeah. your mouth to his without breaking the yo. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, Thank you, sir. May I have another? Kreese is out to find his old army buddy. So, uh, You know, meanwhile, he's starting to show his age. All of them are kind of. We now are starting to see their age a little bit more. Yeah, he goes. uh, Terry Silver doesn't look like Terry Silver to me at all. Yeah, he's definitely changed. Yeah,
2: like he's either had work done or he just had a
1: hard (laughs) rock star
2: lifestyle.
1: Well, I mean, Chris gets to his party and there's fireworks right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. They have uh, the first Karate Kid. Little swerve is in this one because the like the help, like she drops all the glasses and you're like, uh-oh. She's like, He I spilled something, he'll kill me. You yeah, know, you yeah, think yeah, that yeah, and yeah. he yeah. just comes up and he's like, Hey, it's okay, Rosalita. Yeah. Come out. you know, he, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. very nice to her. That's the first like swerve. It yeah. always has us this show always has us thinking a thing is gonna right. happen, and it's always the yeah. opposite. And really, he lays on the guilt big time. Crease lays on the guilt to so the Terry right. Silver will join him in trying to take yeah. over the valley. He's got this sort of like uh, life debt, you yeah. know, to yeah.
2: him of like, I saved your life years ago. Yeah. And- so it, it would seem though to me in the third movie, their relationship was more like 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 terry silver was in charge
1: you know what i mean oh, for no question about yeah, it yeah no question kind of about it. it
2: where it's like no crease has always been
1: no no way man. started in the third movie he was just funding it. in the third movie crease is down on his out he goes to terry like you're my last hope i'm yeah. I'm gonna die I, you know what i mean like yeah. my life i'm an alcoholic he's right. ruined he's ruined and he's like i got your kid no problem i'll yeah. keep funding your stupid karate you know, I mean, and like, we know like, we see that the guy is like a multi multi-millionaire he's right but it makes, it kind of makes more
2: sense, right? Because uh, in the third movie, you're like, where's this guy been then? If he's yeah. Cobra Kai, where the fuck has this guy been? And why has not he been helping? From Why don't we know who he is?
0: I was in a bad place.
2: There's no question about that. But I'm back now.
1: And you can be too. Some funny moments during the Crease party. Um, one of the you know rich and snobby guests mentions that Kreese has a Habsburg jaw. That is is the most esoteric and ridiculous line I've ever heard. I'm a little ashamed that I know what that means. The Habsburgs were like a famous dynasty that ruled over Central Europe for like a thousand years and ran the Holy Roman Empire and were like through blood all of the kings in europe were related to one another for like a thousand years from spain all the way up to germany and so a Habsburg jaw means it came from incest it came from constant inbreeding right. that caused the face to be deformed yeah so when he ca- says you have a perfect Habsburg jaw that's a terrible insult <laughs> my you look so much like an inbred monk. yeah <laughs> yeah i couldn't but i mean what a strange reference to put into yeah. this only like Seven or eight people got that reference, I guarantee yeah. you, and I'm one of them. Yeah. And I don't. I that don't is know if, a hoity toity reference. I don't know if I feel proud of that. Also. A little highfalutin, it, if yeah, you will. it is. A it is highfalutin. It's highfalutin. Sure. And then later on, Terry Silver has got that great monologue when he first tries to deny Crease, and he's like. He was like, I was fueled on cocaine, or and oh, like he's yes. tr- almost justifying his bad performance in the third movie. Right, I was high on cocaine that entire time.
2: Yeah, well, I also thought it was great because like I, we talked about it in the original trilogy, we immediately, like, this guy is high on cocaine yeah. the entire fucking movie. Yeah. like I don't know if it's the character or the guy. And but he says either way, he
1: f- he says exactly what we expressed. when We did this episode yeah. when we did the Karate Kid episode. He's like, I spent months and months terrorizing a high school kid right. over a karate tournament. Yeah. I want to say we were like,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, it sounds insane. Just <laughs> saying it out loud. We're like, yes, yeah. no. like, It was crazy. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd probably react the same way if I were you. My past behavior
1: was inexcusable. If I could go back and undo it all, I would. Of course, there's that moment where Johnny and Daniel, they clash about the training styles and they're like, but we can always come together over a course." Nice Coors Banquet. Nice Coors Banquet. Yeah. The sponsor is what will help us get together. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. The television show waits a solid half an hour in to give us our first shot of some sweet Coors Banquet.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. And hey, I love this, uh, you know, high school drama show. is. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> brought to you by yeah. Coors Banquet. It's a strange thing. Coors is brewed with pure Rocky Mountain spring water and its own special high country bar.
2: It's no downstream beer. It's no city beer. It's Coors.
0: It's the high country I the,
1: the only other thing I had is, you know, Robbie is back, and all of a sudden he's a skater boy. He's a skate punk. Where do you get that skateboard? You're poor. You, how, how is I that said, your hobby? See
2: you later, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's, ew. laughs>
1: and Scott, the last thing I had was we get yet another swerve at the end of this episode because Hawk is like, everybody hates me. I was the bad guy last year. I'm, I'm I hated, right? Yeah. And you think he's going to quit and join Cobra Kai? They make you think that. Yeah. No, he decides he's going to. You know, expand Mr. Miyagi's garden and make a a dojo for everyone. Yeah, he he earns his way back in. Big time swerve. earns his way back in. All right, so we get to episode number two, and this is where I, I put in bold letters, we meet Kenny. Our main new character of yes. the season, Larusso's tubby fucking son, who just did nothing in any oh every other God. season, is now thin and swarthy yeah. and bullying Kenny. Yeah, I'm glad they
2: eventually like uh, addressed it because I immediately was like, "Whoa, where this other? Guy? Whoa, he was the fat Larusso, the kid yeah. with the go back to your video game." I almost <laughs> want to say someone
1: mentioned it in one of the episodes. Wait, are you the son? What'd you do? Switch over to Whopper Juniors?
2: You got Daniel's wife being a badass oh, at the beginning of this oh baby i liked this scene very much because i felt that the first episode i'm like eh, she didn't get too much she was just kind of supportive to daniel yeah. and they usually gave her something good and so i loved her going into tori's work yeah and her, like being like oh hey remember me i'm i'm the one who has the house that you and your fucking friends came yeah. in and smashed kids through my window <laughs> and, yeah and, and clawed my daughter up it's great yeah And doing the, the, you know, she pulls like a full fucking Karen on her in the restaurant. That's a great episode, basically, and gets fired. And
1: and, and when really, and really, it it makes a a whole conflict arise between Tori and fucking Daniel's wife. Like where, right? I mean, I can imagine that. that, uh, What's her face, Mary Mauser, doesn't know about, right?
2: You know, which is interesting to me that like this entire time she has to be like, oh no, stop, uh, stop dicking with her. I did something, you know, like I I like that.
1: I've had enough of your attitude. You're fired.
0: This place got a B on the health inspection. They hide the sign, say you can't see it. And I saw one of the cooks dip his balls in the miso. Uh, you know what? You can cancel my
1: suit. Daniel is trying to train every new person with the same, like... Training exercises that Miyagi gave to him, like painting shit. To me, that always felt like in the trilogy, it was specific to Daniel. If you already know karate and he ha- he's having you do chores because it's the Miyagi style, like I'm going to keep coming back to this. His entire karate style is based on do solely on doing chores. Yeah, and it really gets outrageous to a point. You're like enough already. Yeah, it makes no sense in later episodes when he's trying to show Johnny his yeah. way by having him paint the walls. He knows yeah. how to block over it. doesn't make any sense. Right. So it's not like... Yeah, and that, I, I don't understand this concept
2: suddenly, though, that yeah, Cobra Kai has no defense yeah. at all. Like, we've watched them
1: defend. Yeah, of, of the, course. They've been in fights. We've had to have seen, you know, like... One of the big problems is that Daniel is constantly confusing, like, the Miyagi way of life and, you know, right. his... to with With his style of karate as well. Naturally, if you're in a fight or especially an organized tournament with someone, you have to use offensive moves. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know what it
2: is? It's it's gotten to the level where it's like the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah. It really has, like where like you're not monks, guys. Like with (laughs) you know, with the Jedi and Sith, you're like, it's a way of life. It's a like you live by it and you train by it. Yeah. That's, you know, that's Daniel
1: Daniel can't make that distinction. For him, it's always about like Miyagi is everything. So it's not just like having the inner peace that's so important and the calm and the presence. He's like, and bring that to the tournament too. No, I can't. I got to score points, dick. Yeah. I, you know, like he, but it really is. It's like Star
2: Wars level where like, what do you have anxiety that he's going to show up as a force ghost and yeah. like, be like, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it like, Does it, yeah. That's not going to happen. You're, there's no reason for you to live your life by this old man's standards anymore. But um, I will say, you know, you know, you say that the training was like specific to him, but it's clear that, you know, uh, Daniel is living this fantasy that's like, this one wonderful time and the same, almost the same yeah. way Johnny is. Yeah. Right. That right. he can't get over that one fight and Daniel can't get over this one guy being in yeah, his life. That's and good. And like what he was his father essentially, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: And you know what? That it cuts a call back directly to the trilogy. It's almost like Daniel, this was the most important moment of his entire yeah. life and he can't let it so go. So to keep
2: Miyagi's place like that right. and like keep everything the exact same as, you know, he's paying the tribute yeah. to his father essentially. Yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah know? that's
1: true. Hey, This Uh, entire part of this episode is really showing how ultimately as many characters you bring us into this show and plot lines... We care about this conflict the most, Johnny and Daniel. So each of them is doing the other's training, and Mm. it doesn't make any sense.
2: I did, however, I did love the rousing music. The, the music from Daniel's training, the Karate Kid theme, coming up as he's doing the, right. the stuff. I was like, it's kind of cool to watch, <laughs> to see, like, okay, yeah, they're, like, shooting it the same way, it's swooping around, like, yeah, it was it was pretty cool,
1: actually. Oh, meanwhile, Daniel's, cl- Ralph is clearly not climbing a chain or doing those push-ups. No. It's
2: obviously not him. No. <laughs> he's got, he looks like he has no
1: upper body strength. Now, we get to the most cringy part of this particular episode, where Kenny is lured with some obvious catfishing frankly Mm. call call that a mile away oh of course okay lured to that park where he's dressed like a a a fucking imbecile yeah even in the cosplay community i can't imagine that you just kind of yeah fucking dr squirrel nuts or whatever the (laughs) hell his (laughs) character's name. you don't just go out like i want to meet you in in our cosplay costumes
2: yeah Yeah. in the middle of the park at night yeah what's
1: going
0: on
2: there Come on.
0: Every now and then, some dungeon lore cosplay. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I told you
2: that. So, you have this scene with, uh, I guess, you know, uh, Tori talks to Crease and tells her about she's getting harassed by Mrs. LaRusso. So, right. he meets her in the grocery store. And I just love, he like she's like, What are you doing here? And he's like, It's Honeycrisp season. I'm here for the Honeycrisp Apples. And like, all the shit. And then, like, has this whole scene with her at the end. Picks up one apple. Bites it. He's like, mmm, they're ripe. And then leaves. I'm like, so it's Honeycrisp. season. So you came to the grocery store to steal one apple <laughs> scott this, you come every season during honeygrass season you steal one apple and that's enough
1: scott you can see right here in my notes i wrote did crease just steal that apple
2: <laughs> he absolutely of course did. i noticed that you, but i love i would have loved if they showed him walking out and someone was like sir i and he just looked at him and was like never mind you're good you nothing take happened. the apple it's <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you can have that apple. yeah it's it's all good <laughs> you scare me now how do you like them apples applesauce bitch uh i love at some point i i don't know about you uh i'm a jersey guy i figured you had some pride there as well uh when uh johnny is training Larusso, he at some point he's going don't question me newark <laughs> yeah I heard <laughs> that. and i was like oh i kind of like that i was like because because in a way i was like it's like he's trying to act so as like you're from fucking newark bro like you know nut up like right, you're right. trying to give him like and I feel like that gave—that's where after that you start to see the montage of him, like, getting, like, yeah. in touch with his anger and stuff. And I was like, I kind of like that, <laughs> that it was like, Newark, remember where you're from. Remember your roots. You're supposed to be a tough kid.
1: The city my father was born yep. grew up in. Yeah. So I figured there'd be a little pride there. Down Neck, Newark. Talk about history here, AJ. Your family's history. Newark's history. Oh, well, who gives a shit about Newark? I'm making a point. What does it mean that I wrote— PTSD had a creme brulee flashback for breakfast. Wasn't was that Terry that Oh
2: yes. So he's it's it's the scene where like his like butler or whatever brings him breakfast like something a little special for breakfast today,
1: creme brulee. What?
2: And he's trying to light that fucking That's right. The thing and and it, click, click, yeah, click, and he has and a, he flashback to like to Nam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: he had a, he had creme brulee for breakfast. Yeah. A dessert. Yeah, yeah. And it cost him to have a flashback. Yeah. A creme
2: brulee flashback. <laughs> How easy was it to get creme brulee in Nam? I mean <laughs> I mean, they were once French-owned, right, Vietnam? Yeah, but so you don't think of those two possible. things together,
1: really. Yeah. Like, it's
2: creme brulee does it every time for me. <laughs> that wouldn't be great if it was like, creme brulee. <gasps> and it just flashed back. He's in a small Vietnamese cafe enjoying a creme brulee, like, on his off time. Like, that was a nice
1: time. The I only place it. in Vietnam that had creme brulee. <laughs> I used yes. to go there. All right. The Cafe Vietnam. <laughs> uh! I just wrote down. Terry makes a compelling case for not being interested in what's going on at all with John Crease. Crease mm. is like, you don't miss being evil. Well, maybe I do. Maybe a little bit. I mean, I mean that's basically how Crease is trying to yeah. like a- appeal to him. He's like, we were awesome. We yeah. killed people. We right Buddy cocaine from- and diamonds. We, <laughs> we controlled the you know the women,
2: the cocaine, the diamonds. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little bit like, you know, an old buddy from the Mafia <laughs> coming yeah. back and be like, remember the good times? Remember that time we shot Louis in the head? <laughs> exactly the right. And then we all did 25
1: years <laughs> together. That was good, huh? They double parked in front of a hydrant and nobody ever gave them a ticket. In the summer when they played cards all night, nobody ever called the cops. Daniel tells a whole story about, for him, it was either college or... Okinawa, which made up the entire second movie of The Karate Kid. You now he blew all his money, right. all his college money, to take a flight. So, right, right. right, great savings
2: you had there. Yeah. And then had enough money from Smashing shit with his hands, with ice with his hands to get it get all that back. Yeah, and then of course blew that on the uh ill-advised.
1: And, and Miguel <laughs> hangs around. He was like, "Wow, that doesn't sound too dorky." All right, that's a- <laughs> yeah. Most kids would be like a bonsai, store. bonsai tree store. I'll, I'll talk right. to you later, uh Mr. LaRusso This was in the 80s you did this. <laughs> Was Bonsai popular then? You might
2: as well open like a fucking pet rock store at I that can point, tell you, man, guess it, I guess what? It's as popular.
1: I'm from the 80s. It wasn't popular. No. No one had that. No. Bonsai! Finally, we just see how Terry Silver's starting to turn now at this point. Yeah. He takes it into the bathroom. He has a fla- another flashback, and he puts his hair into the Terry Silver ponytail of evil. Yeah. And that changes everything. Yeah. It makes his looks worse immediately because he looked much better with the flowing hair and younger. Yes. But now he's pulled his hair back and it looks kind of like Terry Silver. A little bit. His expressions during the ninth and tenth episodes in the tournament felt very close to like Terry Silver. Like he
2: really. He had to re-become Terry Silver. It took him like some time that. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but yeah.
1: that's okay because they, he... It first, works for the plot. He was sure. a better actor in this series than he certainly was in the third movie. For sure. Yeah. Much better, more nuanced, for more sure. subtle. You know, he's a better actor. But, like, it's reasonable to think that a guy like that would have changed. Wake up and smell the
2: coffee, Miss LaRusso. You're getting in that break. This guy wants to break. Ow! Humiliate! around here One of cobra
1: Just gentlemen
0: it seems we have a few things to discuss
1: we got another great cobra kai swerve coming up scott you ready for it oh why we think that Tori is gonna be a stripper I mean, they make it look like oh, she's yes. gonna be a stripper. Oh my god, I loved it. And I she it comes out, and she's actually a birthday party yeah. princess
2: because she's, you know, she's only in the mirror. You see, she's like dolling herself up with yeah, all the makeup. Yeah, like oh baby, some guys being like, "You're going on soon." Oh and, my god, and exactly. you're like, "Oh my god," she's obviously whatever she's about to do. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. you go strip club, but I loved it because it's like whatever she's about to do is gonna be something that she's embarrassed to be doing. Uh, she does not want to be doing. This yeah. is so like her last resort
1: sort of thing. It's so the story, her, you're like her mother is sick, they're poor. Right. Mother's so sick, like, she, poor. Oh,
2: no, are like are they really going to go this way? Are and we really going to see this girl dance around? And then she's dressed like a fucking mermaid <laughs> at a great. children's party. Uh, it was so fucking it's good. It's great. It um, was so good.
1: And I mean, there's still, of course... I was a little disappointed though, also, of course. They're still going... What do you mean? Oh, you wanted me yeah, to. I mean, she's smoking. She's smoking hot. Yeah. And let me tell you. A smoking hot 27 year old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. She's in her 20s yeah. deeply. She's got to I mean, now the suggestion that she's going to any kind of prom is is oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was part of a special task force of very young looking cops who infiltrated high schools. How do you do, fellow kids? What?
2: Was this the episode, I think, when Miguel's mom's car broke down? And he's got to give him a ride, and they're driving in the car together, and they're listening to Sailing by Christopher Cross. I have
1: it up here in the corner. I thought we might use it as our musical.
2: Yes. Well, because it's funny, because the first note, I was like, Sailing, Christopher Cross. I was like, that's a good pick, Daniel. Like, I I like that pick. And then as he's going and he's listing all the music he likes, I was like, oh, shit. I unfortunately like all of Dick's music. (laughs) Because he lists, like, you know, Billy Joel and, you know, uh, all these, like, you know, real laid-back, like, but I not don't, Rocky. Listen, kinda, I like
1: those songs, too. Like but Colin I, Oates. And, I like you know. those songs, too. But there's no way that if I'm Daniel, I'm saying, like, hey, what's wrong with Christopher Cross? He was yeah. a great artist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Hey. Just on your own, listen to Christopher Cross. Yeah.
2: Don't say that to someone. What would have been great is if he was like, oh, Chris Cross? I know they're that really old uh, group, the two kids, right? They make you jump? Jump? <laughs> like, no. 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 And, no, and they're not really old. Well, I guess they are. <laughs> a double whammy there to make right, yeah. You know, I know what
0: you mean. Double feel old.
1: <laughs> there's a conflict, and you think there's going to be a fight at the uh, what is it? The where are they when they make them stand in the sprinklers at the ball field, field baseball field, at yeah, the baseball yeah. field, and yeah. I just wrote. Now you see what we're dealing with. Did I wrote teens who get wet? <laughs> okay <laughs> now you see we're dealing with yeah yeah well okay. you got a little bit wet i mean, I mean really I mean, <laughs> you uh
2: you you, you cut a, a chunk out of that one girl yes. last season i mean so, really you know i think you could just deal with a little bit of runny mascara and you know move on <laughs> like,
1: I wrote, we can't allow our students to get wet <laughs> i wrote Stop with, a, them. with a happy gilmore prank you can't do <laughs> yeah. it yeah, yeah. hey Public relations lady. You see Shooter McGavin around? No, why? Uh, I just need to beat the living piss out of him. Episode five, Terry Silver makes himself known to Daniel for the first time early on. Yeah, But Terry is still a changed man. He's a conflicted man. So in this episode, and this is where this whole conflict begins, he's basically like saying to Creese, he's like, Creese is like, let's kill them. Let's take them out. And he's like, look, let's wait till the tournament. There's no reason to attack them outside the tournament. Right? Why are you still So he's still we, practicing We know we can Right Because we have this deal They've agreed to this So let's, let's just beat him Pure logic Yeah And he's being very practical Right And you think that he's still Kind of in control Of the entire situation Like yeah. Look dude you're out of control Let me be the, the calm head Like he's gonna be The good influence right. on Crease. That's yeah. how they started off Right Are in this whole That's what they want you to believe Macbethian Character <laughs> right. crisis yeah. That is Terry Silver Are you a man? Ah and a bold That dad look upon that which might
2: all the devil. I like the scene where Daniel and Johnny are they're getting a drink at the bar and yeah. like they're starting to argue and they're getting a little bit loud and the waiter has to come over and be like, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to ask you to quiet down and immediately just goes, Shut the fuck up, Hate Yeah. it. And I'm like <laughs> Oh, it's like this is so great. This is on Netflix yeah. now that they could just say fuck And They use the F word in like, the best
1: places in this season. Yeah, too. I
2: was I was shocked by it at first because I was like, Oh my god, they could say that. Yeah, like, oh that's
1: cool. I like how in that in that conversation they have in the restaurant, J- Johnny finds out all about, like, Barnes and what happened in the events of Three. And he's like, they let you go straight to the finals? It sucks. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was that's bullshit. another comment that you and I made when we talked about the trilogy. Yeah. How ridiculous
2: that was. Because that was the thing. Is in the trilogy, there was no real incentive for him to go back to right. the All Valley. He had proven his point. He had, his story was told. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like, and the only only reason he went back, he was like, well, I'd be stupid not to, right? Right. I'm allowed to go right to the championships. And
1: the accomplishment is lessened because he just has to fight one fight. Frankly, the whole cool part of winning a tournament like that is getting to the finals. Right. I don't know. I think. Right. I mean, how badly could you
2: want it? You know what I mean? You train all year getting ready for it. Like, did they just punch
1: boards so your hands bled? You do some katas with Mr. Miyagi and you finally, all of a sudden, you're ready for this tournament. Come on. Kata. Cartel. Mr. Carter, hey, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. You got that a very strange scene where where the song "Burning Heart" from the fourth Rocky movie is playing. Yes, and it's a montage of Johnny, and he's just kind of fucking things up. He's just yeah. out of sorts and just upsetting people and just down the street. Yeah, for some reason I remember. I'm glad you said that because I was trying to remember what it was and
2: I, I, as soon as the song began, for some reason, I really thought it was going to be All About Soul by Billy Joel. <laughs> and I thought I was like, is he trying Daniel's music? <laughs> like, that would be so funny if he was like, nah, I can't do this, you know, like, and then threw it off. Like,
1: All About Soul.
2: She waits for me at
1: night. Uh, no, that's the famous song from she she
2: waits For Me, me
1: That's not a good song. I gotta like that song. It's all about soul. All right, all uh, soul. we honestly sorry. On, always with the, the Billy Joel. Both of us. Yes.
2: Um, I will say that the, you you brought up this song is of course from Rocky Four. Yeah. Right. There is many references to Rocky Four. And, oh and, yeah. And, but there's also many references to specifically Rocky Three.
1: Well, look. The point is these are cousins. These movies because remember the same director directed the first two Rockies and. The first Karate Kid, Abilson.
2: Yeah. Know. And, uh, of course, I was waiting for this to happen for five episodes because I knew there were so many, like, little Rocky Three hints everywhere. They finally have the big fight. Right? Yeah, yeah. He gets drunk after they, they drink together. He tweets about it. They have this big fight. They both decide to fight, and they knock each other out. Yeah. Right? They both hit each other. It's last perfect. Second. They have no idea who the winner is. And I was like, I've been waiting for that the whole time because I knew I'm like, well, the most famous thing, Rocky Three is the two of them have to work together. Yeah. And, you know, they have to, you know, they it still ends have with
1: a... They, it ends with, like,
2: Apollo making Rocky have a right, fight with him. Right. And they still have, like, you know, that competitive yeah nature, even though they were working together. Yeah. You know, it totally plays with that. So I, I love that. And I was
1: waiting for that the entire time.
2: Want to ring the bell? All right.
1: Ding, ding. We get Hawk in the tattoo shop. And he's just a dejected character. He's... Yeah. You know, he's all messed up at this point. Hawk is about to get his head shaved by Robbie and the rest of the Cobra Kai. He's going to lose the Hawk. Yeah. They roll in, and he's like, oh, uh, you're ignoring the no fighting rule? You know, Hawk says to them, and Robbie's like, we're not here to fight. Then smashes the shit out of him. They had already fought him. (laughs) By the time We're not here
2: to fight. I'm like, why are you holding me? And you just knocked me. me. Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: fighting. Yeah. I mean, at the end of it, you're going to be shaving my head. Okay, right. But fighting got to this point, or I wouldn't be here. You're right. restraining me. It, it that's a that's a violation of the rule.
2: No, the thing is, if if you had uh, responded similarly to uh, getting s- sprinkled with water, you know, and had like a prank war between, that would be a normal high school thing to do. Sure, and sure. You don't need to elevate it to the level of I'm going to shave your fucking head. Yeah, which by the way has to be a traumatic sure thing for anyone to go through that no someone doubt. holds you down and shaves
1: your head no doubt no doubt. I thought they were
2: gonna tattoo like pussy on them or something yeah. too like i thought they were gonna go like and then they shaved his head. i was like all right it'll grow back
1: but mess the tattoo up or something that's, that's what i that's thought that's messed too. up to have that happen to you hey
2: meredith i need to tell yes, you something okay. oh my god meredith what are you doing baking a cake what does it look like i'm doing i do want to say this episode i got one of my favorite terry silver things i've been waiting for they mentioned that they're looking up they're trying to find, like, dirt on him, essentially. And they're like, he's kind of, like, squeaky clean and started to find anything. The only thing we could find, there was some, uh, you know, incident with toxic waste in Borneo. Yeah, that's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's so stupid, but I love that they brought that back. Like, because it's just like he had to have improvised that. Oh, yeah. You know, the actor had to, in the movie, was just like, yeah, yeah, drop toxic waste in Borneo. Get it done. And no, like, it's, you know, great. Yeah. it's great. It's great.
1: It's a great direct reference. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, the kids did some research. Yeah, he, he's he's kind of
2: bad, but like, right. not, But but he's careful. He's careful bad. He's that's the, the most dangerous kind. Oh yeah. Look at this. Ten years ago, nuclear was the preferred waste. You could dump it anywhere. Now everybody's a detective.
1: Episode six begins with the uh, the executive board of the All Valley Karate Tournament having a big conversation, and they obviously all hate the the head of it or whatever. Yeah. They, mentioned oh, God, the, yeah, they mentioned the Malcolm Jamal Warner debacle right. of a couple of years ago, so that's pretty funny. But they're like, oh, now we're going to have a girls division, and now we're going to have a skills competition. It's like, they all have that, and have for many, many years. Right. There are no tournaments that don't have those things. Yes. But what I
2: love about this scene is, again, they did this last year, if you remember. They did another scene where it was like the PTA conference about the, the big fight yeah, in yeah. high school. Right. And it was essentially like much of this scene is like this is the right now we're watching the writers. This is the writers' room, yeah, talking about like, oh well, we' gotten so many fucking complaints about this and about how yeah we're, you, we're gonna allow girls. so you're cool with them beating up girls. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little dicey. Like, you know, like, I'm I love that I'm like you're talking about the show, yeah, the same way, like when they did the pTA thing, it was like, How did you possibly, where were the teachers? Why did this, like, you know, I'm like, that's exactly what every fan was screaming at the the, the thing. Like, how, like, this is great. How could this happen? this happening? Yeah.
1: Everyone at the school board cares about the safety of our students. Where the hell were the teachers? We feel your frustration. But the
0: NEA guidelines are quite clear that no teacher can get between two students fighting. What about that next weird
1: teacher who attacked all the kids? Mr. Stingray never worked here. Tori is accosted by her shady aunt in the parking lot. And the aunt's like, yeah, I'm old. Yeah, I'll get you. I'm. They'll believe me, not you. For a second, I'm well, like, are we
2: supposed to remember her?
1: No, we've never seen her. No, before, it's right? like, yeah. no, they won't believe you and not me. You're an alco- clearly an alcoholic, <laughs> yeah. decrepit old witch woman. I'm yeah. a you know energetic young person. They're not. No, they're not going to believe yeah. you.
2: <laughs> I love it. like she's like you got a criminal record, sweetheart. It's like, yeah, but so do you. And she's like, yeah, but th- but I'm old. Yeah. What? <laughs> like what? What, what the hell? What do you have that she doesn't have? They'll believe me. Johnny, I know how to play the system. I'm like, how many times have you done this before? This seems like a pretty unique situation. It's not like. You know how many pieces I've fucked over over the years.
0: (laughs) Who do you think's gonna win a custody battle, huh? You're a high school dropout and a criminal. So are you. Yeah, but I know how to play the game. The game of life. The game of life.
1: Hey, me. I'll get revenge. You'll get revenge.
0: I got you. You got revenge.
1: Johnny has to recruit girls for his team for yep. Eagle Fang. And I feel like I've seen we've seen this montage many times in the in throughout the episodes and seasons where either he or Creese are, are, are like in the schools for at the wrong time and place right. and like talking to kids and the kids are like, Ugh, get away yeah. from us old people. But Creese always seems to just get
2: away with it. And they're like
1: they're like, Oh, okay,
2: have a good day, sir. <laughs> they're like yeah, he looks pretty evil, so
1: don't say anything to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, but Johnny obviously still hasn't figured out how to talk to anyone or any person, anything in any situation. Yeah. Doesn't know how to communicate with anyone.
2: Right. I love it leads to that thing of like, I got an idea, we'll we'll, we'll just put put a wig on you and Dress you up as a girl. like He's like, yo, you ever seen that movie Ladybugs? Ladybugs! Like, that is fucking hilarious. That is a
1: crazy reference.
2: Because you know that your audience knows what Ladybugs is. Oh, yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Because I love even he was like, I had to watch it with a chick on a date one time. Because you're like, totally not a, a Johnny movie. Right? Oh, no, like, no. but If Stallone's not in it, you know what but I mean? But it's still a movie of the time. <laughs> I just love the reference. Because immediately you're like, I know exactly where you're going with this. Yep, You know what I mean? Like, if you know the movie, yep, I know where you're going. Eagle are going to put Jonathan Brandeis in a way. Right, right, exactly. And he's going to kill himself over it. <laughs> it was either working with Rodney Dangerfield or working with Chuck Norris on Sidekicks. Maybe a combination of the two. Sidekicks is pretty great, though, too.
1: You know, Norris, I've always wanted to see how good you really are. You're only going to see it once, Stone. Yeah. <laughs> we meet two new girls. One is the captain of, like, the, the debate team. And the other one is the former girlfriend of Hawk's ex girlfriend. When Hawk's ex girlfriend becomes a lesbian, that's who she goes out with, and then they break up. So she winds up becoming Cobra Kai, and the debate girl becomes a member of Eagle Fang.
2: Well, I think it's funny too when they they get uh, uh, Hawk's ex Zex. Yeah. And they get her, they're like, like, She's like, Well, I have been thinking about it. I don't want to be the only kid left in the valley who's not doing karate. And it's like, It's so strange. Yeah. It's a culture like no other. It's funny because we see so many things of them changing the rules. We've seen them change rules in the season of this show. They're changing rules again. Yep. But it just reminds me of the Home Run Derby. Right. Like how every season they change the rules and it's like there's nothing you can do to make this interesting. <laughs> there's just nothing you can do. It's not interesting to watch. We, we still Holders are great yeah. in the game. We when don't we don't, context, li- we don't like it. Yeah. Please stop. When there's stakes it's great, but like when it's a, you
1: know, someone pitching at 50 miles an hour. Yeah.
2: But I thought actually thought I thought they missed out on an opportunity and or uh, maybe it was they wanted me to think that But when they changed the rules, I was like, oh, fuck, now Johnny and him have to work together because they don't have the full set
1: of the team. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Right? That's what I thought because too. Because
2: it was like, well, you don't have the girl, you don't have-. and then immediately he's like, well, we got to get a girl. We got to get and they right. got it like that So, like, I don't know oh. if
1: that I don't know if that was the best decision. That suddenly they have to both bolster their teams and then learn these other skills yeah. cuz Johnny kind of half-asses it and does nothing with any yeah. of the skills competition. It's not it's nothing.
2: Yeah. Cuz they tried to work together and it didn't work out and then you would think like the next step is all right, we have to make a plot device force these two to no. work together. Yeah, and no, I thought no, that no. was it. And then it's whatever. Like, oh, we're all going as different teams to the tournament. Right. Okay, whatever. We're all in this together.
0: Once we know that we are, we're all stars. And we see that we're all in this together.
1: What? Terry Silver um, runs into Daniel in, a, I guess, the... Uh, the convenience store over there, like Daniel's buying something and Terry Silver rolls in and he's all scary. And he, re- he says the exact right thing to Daniel. He's like, stop warning people of things. Stop warning people. Let people just make their own decisions and mm-hmm. things. Like they don't need your Miyagi inspired wisdom to make their day-to-day life decisions. Yeah. He basically says, he's like, stop warning people. Right. And it's right on the money. Yeah. Well, also,
2: I like there's a big theme this season too of like, stop. How do you know what's right? Yeah, why are you telling people what's right? How are you so sure of what's right? Exactly. You know, like who made you the authority? And we've been saying
1: that for three. What's doing karate the right way? We've been saying it, and it's been obvious for three seasons that Daniel—that's his flaw. That's his downfall. Right. That he can't exactly. let go of this, like we said before, the special moment of his life that influenced his so much. Right. And, and that, he wants to share it. He's built his life he's around. Like
2: it. he's desperately wants to share it right. so that he can have the connection again.
1: Because like you see
2: the way he looks at these kids when he's training them. When he gets like Miguel on his side or he had Robbie it was like he he found a part of himself he lost Exactly, you know what I mean like of I have that connection but on the other side I get to be someone else's mentor it's more than and my own kids don't it's more
1: more than him even just being older and not understanding the new generation and how the world works it's more than that it's a flaw deep within him
0: we said no more screens are you hearing anything
2: we're saying to you give me that hey dad dad Dad, Dad, are you insane you know quiet Now you're gonna to learn to listen to us and do as you're told, and if you don't, you better strap
0: yourself in for one hell of a rough ride because I am done playing games with you.
1: Sam's old friend, that that black girl shows up. I don't. I didn't even look up her name, but she was. Oh yes, who we talked about. She was, she was prominent in the missing first in the, and second. She was movies. missing last season. Last season, yeah. she didn't come back. Right, and she comes in. She kind of gives advice to uh, to Sam, and it's mm-hmm. like an important. And again, she's one of those Cobra Kai cameos where they kind of roll in. Mm-hmm. From the past and drop some deep wisdom or some- And they some used her well, like- Revelations, yeah.
2: Because I, I, if I remember correctly, I think we researched this and it turned out uh, they just didn't have a place a, for her it, character didn't to Didn't have go, a story basically. for basically. Right, like, right. It was kind of done with. Um, so it's nice that they can bring her back in like a real organic way. Yeah, that, it works. You know, it worked. that Sam would need that then. Right. Where they also bring back- uh, uh, dimitri's girlfriend who has been kind of floaty she's been oh yeah that's she was right. gone for like season two i think or something and we know there and she just, came
1: back there's just no logical reason that this girl would be with Dimitri. oh no i mean and just in no She in just no likes way him. yeah
2: you know like it's not you know but like you know what i like dimitri too man yeah. i get it i mean he's got this weird like i hate to use the term but he's got this weird swag about him that you know like, yeah that like he's a dork but He's got like that that Spider-Man swag a,
1: of like He's got he's a nerd hero is really what he is. Like, yes. He's what every nerd aspires to be. Right. You know? And he's with the hottest girl. Right, that's what I mean.
2: And they use and again, they use her sparingly too of like her he has, dropping in just going, "Don't worry, nope, everything's still fine." Yep, he's I'm got, still totally He's got great but he's you.
1: got like, great quips and great comebacks too. He's what every nerd wishes yeah. he could do and yeah. say on
2: the spot, you know what I mean? And he is just such a good friend to Hulk. Oh yeah, because in this episode really struggling. Over the seasons losing. has given
1: him no reason to stay Committed to him, and he's still... Yeah, you
2: know. And he's, you know... Oh, I, th- I think it's really interesting, actually. I think there's some definite parallels of Hawk's arc and Hawk's storyline in this season to uh, the story of Samson and Delilah. Really? From the Bible. Oh. Because if you remember, Samson drew his power from his hair. Right. Right? And uh, the whole thing is that he was in love with Delilah, and Delilah cut his hair while he was sleeping. Sure. He lost all of his power. He was trapped uh, by the Philistines, I believe? Something like that. It's been a long time since I've read the Bible. Amen. Uh, God bless. Um, and also with you. Um, so, yeah, and in the end of that story, uh, he starts to get his hair back a little bit. Like, he has, like, stubble. Uh. And with, like, the power, the faith of God and the little power he has that's come back, he pulls the whole Colosseum down on top and kills everyone, including right. himself. Right. Um, so, like, there's some parallels. Not exactly the same story, but we see that a little bit later, too, kind of plays out when we see the girl come back this the you know the yeah. girlfriend that he's kind of missing yeah. and kind of needing that you know and she gives him that confidence boost Ugh. at the end yeah. where it's more like it's it's almost like no uh, your power didn't come from your hair, bro. Your power came from Delilah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Delilah gave you the power yeah. to be that. That's yeah. why you were so fucking – and he yeah. realizes that almost – he was like, I, you know, she's – I need a, her. That's, you that's know? a good like,
1: take. I hadn't thought of that. It's pretty good.
2: But yeah, like I thought it was interesting like the next – set, like because he was a little dejected coming into Miyagi-Do, but as soon as he loses his hair, he's like, I'm fucking out. Yeah Like immediately He's like I have no power anymore But I yep. don't have the hawk
1: Right What am I And that's reasonable too I mean Yeah You go through body changes like that There are certain things That I changed over the years Yeah Different stylish things that I did Where I'm like Well people even rem- know who right. Vin is What Because you build your whole identity You're defined right? by it You're trying to find yeah. an
2: identity You know yeah. It's very relatable Go to Lava. Run
1: Into the courtyard No Death will come into this temple The hand of the lord will strike
0: The man has the strength of a devil. No, the strength of a god.
1: People learn karate way too fast. On this show. Oh and yeah. the way they presented. it. These girls yeah. have just rolled in and they're like doing great in the tournament and know how to do karate seemingly immediately. They're in a black belt tournament. Like this is very yeah. complicated shit they're doing. So right. I mean, I mean the girl even references it in one of the later episodes. She's like, I've only been doing this shit for six weeks. I'll be great next year. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah, I love that character too. I love that. The her. debate girl. Yeah. She's got to explain the math of the tournament to
2: Johnny. He's like, I don't care about math. Just tell me how we win. Like, um, math (laughs) yeah it's great (laughs) yeah like what i'm telling you right now but i also love that 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 i think it's in this when they're first training her and he's like no don't do that kick like that and does it again he's like good and she's like i pride myself on never making the same mistake twice i'm like you're a
0: badass i like you right yeah
2: so good addition
1: and then they play it in the show like if you're a badass like girl or guy, no like no matter what if you're badass in your own way you can learn karate pretty easily
2: yeah, I mean, if you're, mean, determined if not, you're, you're yeah. just badass, all right, you can just pick up the moves. Yeah, because it seems like all of these kids like put the fucking legwork in. Yeah, like, but it seems like they're they're practicing karate all day, every day. It's a little bit,
1: school. you know, it's a little bit discriminatory because you know it's basically like if you're a big fat ass, you can still be badass, but you're not going to be good at karate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and the be fat guys karate, on maybe the fat down a the fat guys on this show really kind of show it. They, they're always the weakest people on the show. Yeah, the fat big white guy, fat big black guy. Well, they're, they suck. They're Always. powerful but they
2: don't they don't have speed. Yeah, they're like the, you know they're I mean? like they're, the, lumber.
1: they're like the crab and goil of the Cobra Kai series. Do you know what I mean? They're big, you know, big people. Right.
2: Make way for Bebop and rock
1: steady. You got like uh, episode 7 begins with some more Kenny action. He's mm. getting bullied in gym. They're taking his clothes. Meanwhile, as we both know, nobody showers after gym class in gym, especially oh, no. not in middle school. Oh, Lord. No. Maybe in high school you do it like Maybe after a uh, gym shorts on, after a game or something. After gym, you're not, you know, don't, I don't even know why those showers are there from 1950 fucking five. That's no. why ours were there. Because yeah. no one used them for anything. Right.
2: Um, and of course, then, because no one used them, they never update them. So no one ever wants to use them. Right, well, <laughs> You
1: know what I mean? Like, yeah, good point. Vicious cycle.
2: So yeah, you have that bullying early on. This is the episode when he begins to train his son. Yeah, but his son has been an absolute prick. Stole fucking yeah, Kenny's clothes out the shower. Right, right. So, so. he's he's kind of picking on him the same way Larusa got picked up. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. And that's that's a great little parallel story going on there. Yeah, it's good that he's got to raise a, a Johnny basically. Right. Now. Um, but he tells him, you know, like when he's like, he's like, I think you're ready. Go upstairs, get changed, and he's like. For what? And he's like, just go get changed. we Be like, into what? <laughs> like, what What do I need for this? Are we doing karate? Should I put some gym <laughs> shorts on? Should I, are we going to be swimming? Should I wear a bathing suit? You've told me nothing about it. You've told me the only thing I know is I have to get changed out of what I'm wearing right now. And you're giving me no other clues. If, if I come out in a parka, is that okay?
1: Is that all right? Can you give me anything? Meanwhile, my alternate dialogue there is <sighs> we're going to do the Miyagi-Do thing, huh, Dad? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Right, like this kid is like, like you've been talking about it for 15 years and luckily I've been avoiding it by playing a video game. Yeah. Here I am. Who did I love to? When he's doing it, he seems
2: like surprised like, what? I have to wax a car? I'm like, you, like have you dude, have listened at yeah, all? I, you know
1: he's told that story 50 times. Today. Yeah. 50 <laughs> times today. Like, <laughs> He never
2: should. He's talking to Mr. Miyagi every day in his, the spirit world. He, like. the whole,
1: his whole career is based upon yeah. it, for God's sake.
2: He's been in the dojo lighting candles every day of your life <laughs> talking about Mr. Miyagi. You've never heard this before?
1: Yeah, exactly. Come on. Evolve, Daniel. <laughs> Evolve. <laughs> and meanwhile, his son's like, great, you're making me a better bully. Fantastic. Thank you so much, right. Dad. So I can kick the shit out of yeah, it's you, not like essentially. He hasn't gone through any real conversion. He's like, I just want to not get, you know. Yeah. My ass kicked by fucking Kenny, for God's sake. Yeah.
2: I do think he does use, uh, when he's training his son, I do think he uses a pretty decent video game analogy, I will say. I wrote, Scott, I wrote good video game analogy. Oh, uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, of like, yeah, it's going to be hard at first, you know, but once you've gotten, you've built up and got all the power ups by the end, you're ready for the big boss, you know, like that sort of thing. I was like, yeah, that totally fucking tracks. Good job, That's Daniel. That's exactly what happens. Like, it, it was one of those moments I was like, wow, oh, Daniel might actually be a pretty good yeah, teacher. Yeah. He might be. Yeah. All you
1: ever do is talk about Mr. Miyagi. I've
2: heard all the stories and I am getting sick of it.
0: Oh, you're sick of it. You know, if Mr. Miyagi was here, you know what he would say right now. <laughs> I thought you were mature enough to appreciate all this, but I guess I was
2: wrong. Let's just go back to your video games.
1: Meanwhile, back at Cobra Kai, <laughs> the senseis decide they're gonna like fight. They're gonna pick a student to fight one another. To, right. You yeah. know, there's some there's some conflict between the two of them. Right. Right. I believe this is the episode where he mentions that Crease has a weakness.
2: Yes. Yes. Because well, the, the whole lesson is about and find that your pisses Crease
1: Crease off so much. Yeah. And this episode ends where Crease is giving Silver attitude uh, and he tries to turn the tables basically. Yeah. Like a status reversal. Yeah. Because up until now you're like, listen, he had to kiss his ass to get him here and to to have him help out with Cobra Kai. All of a sudden now, mere days later, he's like. Listen, you fucking owe me I'm in charge here, I don't have a weakness Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? It was very confusing It's a
2: really weird twist Because you would think that even Kreese would, you know, acknowledge Like, yes, I do have a weakness You know what I mean? But I, right. think, I think that's the thing is that it's not so much calling out that Kreese has a weakness. It's that he thinks that he's exploiting his weakness. Ah, very you good. You know what I mean? Very so now good. he's like suspicious of him. He's kind of stepping up and teaching more where he's like, you really need to be well, there's n- my behind me guy. And like. there's no
1: question at this point, Kreese takes the upper hand because he leaves silver, like shaking his head. Like, what am I doing wrong with this guy? Right. Because, because as much as I think that I have the intellectual and sort of moral high ground on this guy, he can always hold the Vietnam right. story over me. And, and and I, I'm always going to kind of owe the guy, right? So he can't just break free. He's always, you know, Crease really fucking manipulates him. Yeah, and it seems like there's nothing he can
2: do that's right. Like he, every time yeah. he tries to make a big gesture to him, it's like, no, this is not what we we right. don't do. They're like, well, then what is your fucking? So there's, where's your code, man? Right. So like, it makes sense. That he began become a little disillusioned with crease because he's like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking and about And at this
1: point. More- There's no code. It's just about you. And you see him turn too. he becomes more evil. Now he's like, yeah. wait a second. Now, like I have to take it, I have to step it up and be the, and be the man I was in the third fucking movie. Right. Right. Well, that's
2: what I wrote. I had a note that was like, you know, which is it crease? Is he a killer? Or is he a pussy? You know what I mean? Because right. he turns it around and I'm like, it, it, you know, the first episode he's like, you can you've got that killer instinct. You exactly. know who you are. You, you, you can't hide who you are. And then he gets there and he's like, yeah, you're a little bitch. Yeah, like,
1: it's, it's weird. It's what? weird.
2: It felt very strange. It's quite a
1: swing. It is. It is. He's really fucking with, with Terry Silver's head. Really messing right. with his head at this point. They
2: talk about Terry Silver being fucking with people psychologically. Yeah, and, right. You know, you look at, you're like, where did he get it from? Crease has been fucking with him his whole life. Yeah. Like, you were like a puddle of piss if it wasn't for me, you'd still be back in that piss. I'm the one who got you out of that puddle of piss, only to find you in another one that you created for yourself. I always looked out for you, Terry. And I always will. But you need to fall back in piss, because there's a lot of piss out there. And if you don't watch where you step, it's all piss.
1: We get to episode eight, and Scott, you return. You return to the series. I'm back, baby. Stingray returns to the series, just living it up, dude. All I
2: saw was the episode open. I saw that bathrobe. I saw the shape of his body, and I started freaking out. I was like, "It's fucking Stingray. We got yeah. Stingray back." Awesome. Who was noticeably missing uh, from the whole last season?
1: Right, right. He was um, a, a big addition to the second second episode, second I, season.
2: I guess the movie career didn't work out. Um, he went and did uh, Richard uh, the Alabama yeah. Olympics bomber yeah, in the Clint Eastwood movie, right? Uh,
1: he got a lot of great reviews and you thought he was taking it to the next
2: level. It was pretty. I mean, he was good, but like it's a very specific role. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to see this guy playing like Matt Damon's roles. He's playing be a like,
1: fat guy. That he was
2: very good for that role
1: and he was surprisingly good, a, sy- a surprisingly good yeah, actor. For it. Yeah, right. He's sympathetic because he is so pathetic looking. Right.
2: I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I think he's incorrect in his assessment.
1: The junior prom. Right. They're juniors, remarkably. We have all the pictures being taken, but then all of a sudden... And then you get Ma comes in, too. Dressed like B. Arthur on the Golden Girls in flowing <laughs> robes and tunics. I don't know. I, it's, it, she looks ridiculous. <laughs> Picture uh. it. Sicily, 1927. <laughs> they decide they're going to go to the prom, and Tori and Robbie are going go to go with, with each other. And the idea is they want to get in the heads... Right. Of everybody. They're they're going together. They're going to the are yeah. showing up at the prom. They're like, ah, we'll go piss our exes off. That's exactly yeah. what they're doing. Okay. They classic. show classic. Right. They show up there.
2: Dimitri's dressed in a Pac-Man suit. I have the one so I was, bad. was my next note is a sweet
1: Pac-Man suit. Yep. Looks pretty cool. Girl still loves him. Yep. Meanwhile, Tori just looks like a smoking hot adult. Like Gorgeous, unfucking fucking real. She, uh, she looks unbelievably hot. No one would ever say, "Oh, you're a junior in high school." Yeah. Impossible. Well, this
2: is also remember because Terry Silver was like, "You're going in style." Yeah. So he like threw his money. He at starts them, throwing his money around. They had like design. She had a designer dress. But, I mean, she looks sweet. Designer suit. It looks too. ridiculous. Yeah,
1: they get to the prom, Scott. And then start like elaborately tangoing with each other. There's no way they would know how to tango with yeah. each other, like doing a very elaborate adult dance at the junior prom, where he's dipping her. Well, in they're all this used to shit.
2: choreography. I mean, they're fighters. You know, I mean, I, they I, know how to use their bodies. I
1: suppose you could justify it that way. I mean,
2: I think if you're a dancer, you can fight. If you can fight, you can
1: dance. Bruce Lee was a ballroom dancer before he became Bruce Lee.
2: Oh, look at West Side Story. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. Good yeah.
2: point. All right, so... James Cagney was a song and dance, man. He was a tough guy. You know what? Mr. T want to be a dancer. I'm sorry I said anything. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's not get down on dance, okay? Uh, Tori has, I don't know, a speech she gives where she talks about getting the trophy and being the winner. And she sounds like Roy Hobbs in The Natural. She almost is like, uh, when I walk down the street, I want people to say, there goes Tori, the girl that won the All-Valley fucking karate tournament. She went all the way. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of a thing. Okay, Tori. Yeah. (laughs) Calm down. Bring some bread home for your sick mom. (laughs)
0: Losing is a disease as contagious as robanic
1: plague. This episode ends with that big meeting where Terry lures Johnny to the old dojo and starts kicking the shit out of him in hopes to impress Kreese. Right. And bring Kreese in and they're going to kick out, you know, it's, he's responding to the accusations that Kreese threw at him in the last episode. You're, what, what, you know, you're not, I'm in charge here. You right. have to do it my way, this and that. Right. So he makes, he makes Terry think he's got to go to these levels and he does. And all of a sudden Kreese is like, what are you doing? Right. So it's a real mindfucker. We just fucker. had this conversation,
2: right? That he was like, wait for the tournament, wait for the thing. And he was like, no, we'll do whatever we want. Right. And he was like,
1: all right, we're we'll doing whatever we want. I mean, literally. I got the guy. A couple of episodes ago, Kreese is saying, let's attack them outside the tournament. Yeah. And Terry's the one saying, what are you talking about? It's like, it's like Kreese is like, oh, no, 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 no. We let the children fight our fights for us. Don't you see? Yeah, like,
2: in a way. We're not the soldiers
1: anymore. But at the same time, the big revelation that we'll talk about in the final episode comes right back to this, meaning... It was who they were attacking. It was the fact that they were attacking Johnny, right? And I think that's what plays into why Crease is is you know resistant to jump into the into the fight, right? But it's still a mind fucker on Terry. And you're like, where the hell is Terry stand at the end of this episode? Yeah. Now he, he what, what am I supposed to? He do He starts here? kicking Stingray's ass just out of anger and frustration, and you're like, yeah, he's failed everywhere. He, he can't win
2: with Crease. He can't win with him. No. And I actually thought it was funny where he's kicking the shit out of Stingray, and I was like, oh. Is Stingray about to get the Karate Kid 3 Daniel treatment? I might like to see that if we at the end get like a hardened, not funny anymore Stingray out of this. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. If next season, yo, if next season comes back and he's back and he like dropped a bunch of weight and got in shape, I'm gonna lose Ooh. my shit.
1: <laughs> okay. I warned you, but you just had to push it, and make it personal, didn't you? I did Stingray. It's not Stingray. Basically, the episode ends with Tori and uh, Robbie. Making love outside the golf and stuff. That's where it happens. Heck That's yeah. That's where all the loving happens in, in this yeah.
2: world. They stopped they stop worrying about making them jealous halfway through that dance. Remember, he's like, they still watching? And he's like, I
1: don't care. Yeah.
2: Neither do I. And like, Oof. you just asked, though.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it seemed like you cared a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the end, of course, you have that very sad Johnny conversation at the end of this episode where Johnny is wasted and Miguel is basically saying, I want you to be my father. And Johnny's like, oh, I'm always trying to be the best father I can to you. Robbie, oh Uh, yeah, crushing, crushing. Because you keep wanting Miguel, a hell of an actor. Yeah, you keep wanting the two of them to make that logical connection, like the show to tell each other they love each other. But because it's the Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid, it's a series of, especially because yeah, you're right. Because right after this, before the scene, he he
2: says to them when they get in the scuffle, uh, Robbie says to Miguel. You think my my dad's just doing this because he fucked up with me? Exactly. He's, he's doing it because he wants to make amends for fucking up so with he me. He puts nothing it, to do with you. He puts
1: it in Miguel's head, and Miguel immediately gets an example of it. Boom. Yep.
2: what happened? Why'd you drink so much? Old man, could kick. I don't know what that means. Let's get you up. A- <sighs>
1: hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. Okay. I- oh, I'm sorry. You fine, I was already wet? me too. Okay. From P. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All right, so now we're getting into episodes 9 and 10. This is the tournament. We're finally yeah. at the All-Valley. Here we okay. go. Okay, We get the amazing introduction by this announcer living his best life yeah. as an actor. Oh, they are throwing money at this All-Valley tournament, saying, huh? But the, the actor playing the announcer who's yeah. on the board, is uh, they're basically saying, go as far as you want, yeah. do exactly what you want. I mean, he, this guy is acting to the stars. Dude. He is going fucking crazy. Like, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. The way, you like, know what I mean? Like, it's like he's announcing the Olympics. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, ho, ho, we're going to see some karate today. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I mean mind. he looks like, right to the karate,
1: he looks right to the camera and he's like, It's
2: karate time. Yeah. <laughs> I what? have to imagine half the people in that arena wandered in just from hearing that guy's voice yeah. like screaming like Karate is coming! <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit, get in
1: there. We listen. Yeah, he is
2: a little Oprah, right? Like, and as you as, you know, it just he knows how to pump that crowd up. And our, one Check of our Check under your
1: seats. One of our recent it's, a n-
2: sigh.
1: <laughs> it's a
2: sigh.
1: It's a pair of nunchucks <laughs> for you to bring home. It's a (laughs) shurukin! So yeah, he's great. Um... (laughs) Uh, We mentioned that he plays a cop in The Conjuring 3. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) You've been waiting a long time, but we're finally here.
1: Early in the tournament, Eagle Fang clearly just has no skills whatsoever. They're in sixth no. place. They're terrible. Of course, um, I like watching the part where the kids are fucking up the skills. The kid throws the pole into the judges. The other kid yeah. can't make the kick. It's a like, good miss. Some of those skills, you idiots. Yeah, this is ridiculous
2: because you need Miyagi Do. You need that yeah. kind of focus for that presentation of kata
1: and the weapons stuff. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's why they're failing. And then suddenly they're like, the judges are like, "Fuck this guy. Fuck the president." And they're like. Damn, Ron got Carrie Underwood <laughs> to come in here. <laughs> and we all want this Carrie Underwood. Yeah, I know. Sings like this show's version of Best Around. I think it's weird though too
2: cuz like early on he's talking about like hey, we can get like a celebrity to stop by and and do something. He's like, you know, there's quite a few you know celebrities from this area that we could do right and they go and got Carrie underwood You're like she's from like fucking texas she's <laughs> not from this area and she even immediately was like well they sure don't do karate where i'm from but like why did i picture a back why are you here? like <laughs> a,
1: a meeting in a restaurant between like ralph macchio and he runs into Carrie underwood and he's like hey we'll get you on the show <laughs> one day okay like yeah,
2: i would hate to find it like like she's like a big fan of the show or, Ugh, you know like I
1: hate that kind of crap
2: Although they mentioned like, oh, her her husband is a client. And they're like, wouldn't it be funny if it turned out, like, her husband is just a big fan of the show and was like, oh, hon, you got it. They offered They said they put you on the show. You got it, too. It's like, Like, okay. Like, that reads more true to me than her having any concept of what Cobra Kai is.
1: Her husband's a client. I fixed a crown fracture in his maxillary inside. We never doubted you, Ron. (laughs) And we get this whole underlying plot where... Each is doing the other's brand of karate. So each of the, 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 the original students of both Johnny, which was Miguel... And Daniel, which was Sam, right? they're doing the other style. So Sam is striking first, and Miguel is Miguel utilizing, like, defending. Some yeah. defending. And they do a flashback to the Karate Kid 2, where he's doing the drum technique. Right, 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 right. We talked about it before, and it's like, look. You're not like, he's fighting offensively. That person's fighting defensively. You it do doesn't, both. Y- I, you know what I'm saying? You always do both. Obviously. Obviously. he flashed back to Karate Kid 2, he beat the ever-loving
2: piss out of Chosen yes. with that technique. And I think that, that is that the moment when he decides like we need to strike like right. because like he remembers that I'm like good because finally that's
1: not defense that was just pummeling a dude with your fists yeah no no you know this is where Daniel he hasn't come around yet but he's kind of starting to get it at first again like okay. you see more cracks in his right in his armor in his holier than now facade right you know Hawk gets kissed by his ex girlfriend. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to win the entire tournament. And you're yeah. like, I believe you yeah. will, Hawk. I wrote Do it. Like, I wrote, I knew. I know who I am now. The guy who's got a hot fucking girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's all you need. At that age, you're like, I'm the man. I know who I am now. Who's that? The guy's going to win this whole fucking thing. Grandma mentions that she has the munchies. Is she getting high through these episodes, Grandma? Miguel's grandma? I, she must. I feel she like she is. It, it, that, Munchies yeah. only refers to being high. I think. But to be fair, if you were going to
2: this karate championship, there was going to be like, all it's two episodes long. I yeah, mean, this it's... has got to be eight hours of a karate <laughs> championship,
1: right? You need calculus to underscore understand the scoring in this. Yeah. What is this? They're I like five it. points. As I never understood the score. They're like, as we get further, yeah. things points become more. What are you talking yeah. about? I think fucking abuelita is going out to the parking lot. <laughs>
2: and, you know. Oh, I <laughs> she's said smoking that, a bone real quick. I and said, guy
1: said this to Amy and she couldn't believe it when I told her to the point where she called her brother who used to do karate and compete in tournaments and ask him and I yeah. was like Amy you know that in real karate tournaments a they're all wearing pads their hands always have pads it's never unpadded and their feet have pads too right. like that's in adult tournaments that ha- that's how it is and i was like you also know that there's no striking to the face you can't just kick or punch someone right, right. in the face that's not allowed in karate tournaments okay that that that, bu- that
2: bugged me more than anything because how many fucking kicks to the head did we see in this. So many, so many, yeah. and that is a huge sticking point for the original Karate Kid. As was portrayed, fucking Johnny brought it up with Daniel yep. and said, "You're not allowed to do that." Yes, especially in show. Uh, you had a huge fight at someone's home. You had a huge fight at the high school, and you're so worried about karate that you yeah. almost
1: canceled the All Valley last right.
2: year. So, wouldn't you know, get some pads? Right, like that. That would shut people the fuck up. And like they're wearing pads.
1: What's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pants. So, you have a couple of big conversations here. Daniel has the conversation with Robbie where he says, like, you're not winning the right way. Never put passion in front of principle. Nice moment there. Mm-hmm. Going to his kind of yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Then later on, Sam is talking to her father and she's saying to him, my right way is different than your right way. And that's a throwback to how Miyagi taught Daniel
2: yeah. in the third movie. <laughs> I'm reminded, I don't know, it made me think of that uh, terrible prequels line. The- well, in my eyes, the Jedi are evil, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's just, but it's just that idea of like flipping out of like, you know, yeah. you're not the authority, you know, no, like- it, fl-
1: it worked here. Yeah. And yeah, she yeah. really kind of, and, da- and that's when Daniel fully is like, I'm doing something wrong here. Like, I'm not getting it at the end of this ninth episode. He, he, they're leading up to it. He's seeing the failings of his ways. But then when his daughter says something to him, he's like, oh, fuck, I've really yeah. I fucked this up mom told me about the
2: birthday party it seems
1: you're the one doing the instigating
2: now come on compared to what Tori's done that was nothing well, i get that but you know we don't believe in aggression that's not how we act maybe that's not how you act but i can make my own decisions
1: robbie's hair is just perfect during every fight <laughs> it's it's
2: perfect he clipped down a little bit from that uh jtt look a little not so shaggy a little Whoa, oh a little yeah it's
1: much tighter it as, looks better. As is his body. What? What? <laughs> and finally, Miguel... Why am I hard? The Apple Scott. <laughs> the episode ends with Miguel... Um, like you think he's broken his back the way they play it. He, yeah. He does. A, I wrote down Miguel injured doing a ridiculous kick. Uh, just yeah. ridiculous. That fucking was it, the, like,
2: hurricane kick. So like, I could see that more as a clearing thing to try to push somebody out of bounds. Right. not as a real move, but as something they go, Whoa. And like yeah. back up enough from that. You could, you know, as a
1: tactic, but and, like, I mean, he just breaks his not back. Realistic. He breaks his spine and goes down. He screams sensei yeah and that's a throwback to like his love his his desire for johnny to love him as a son and not as a student right that's the that's the key that's 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 not sensei he's yelling dad you know what i mean you're right you're right but i gotta say
2: i mean i thought that was such a nice moment and such a surprise you know because the thing that like he fell on his back the season began you're like he's gonna kind of be okay so you know like he'll be fine but he's got to go through this process whatever last season so then they had this moment of it coming back and being like, you know what? I hadn't even thought about it all fucking season, yeah. and it would be brilliant for him to like really fuck himself up here. And I was like, oh my god! And That's what you think has happened, and it's going to be like a guilt thing for Johnny now that right. he pushed him and all this stuff. And then the next episode begins. We get to and then 10. we get into
1: episode ten, and it's a famous Cobra Kai swerve. Yeah, we definitely oh, it's a think it- muscle. What? No, I'm thinking that that the episode begins in the hospital room, and it's you're thinking, oh, it's Miguel, right? And it's Stingray. Oh, right, 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 right. So you, that's a Cobra Kai swerve right in yes, there. Yes, yeah, whatever. Yes, they do. Then they pussy out. They're like, well, just what you said. They pull the muscle. They pussy out.
2: If you did that and said it was the old back injury. Oh, and by the way, to be like, no, it's totally unrelated. Why did
1: I think through this entire episode that Danielson was going to roll in and do the Miyagi healing technique to make him? Oh, yeah. Be healed. Should have. I thought it was. Should've. I thought it was going to happen. So you got some Dimitri in the tournament. He's still in the finals or the top eight, the, the, the quarterfinals. And Dimitri's got some deep Star Wars talk, some deep Sith comparisons, yeah. and like really yeah. trilogy action right there. It's pretty cool.
2: I had a hard enough time beating him when he was on the good side of the force. Now that he's gone all Sith, I feel like a helpless Jedi youngling about to get slaughtered. Okay, well, you're taller, you have the high ground. That's how Obi Wan beat Anakin,
1: right? You get Daniel's son, who's attacked by Kenny. He gets his comeuppance in the locker room from bullying Kenny. Yes, and then Finally. and then when Robbie sees it and rolls up, you get the classic "Leave me alone, just leave me alone." He yeah. runs away. Yeah, yeah. So I love too in that
2: that scene where he's confronting Kenny and sees that like he's training this kid and he's look what way. he's become. And he goes and he's like, "That's not the way I trained you." And I was like. Are, are we leading into like now next season he's gonna start his own fucking karate yeah, gym? Yeah, I too, mean, and come I on, bowl, it's gonna be like the kids' karate gym. This just like. goes
1: back to like just Robbie being a, an asshole because yeah. it's like you can't have it both ways, you shitbag. Well, I like get, you can pretend you could. You're at Cobra Kai. You can train them in Miyagi as much as you want on the side for fighting. But at the end of the day, they're going to listen to the Cobra Kai ideology, which is like no mercy, strike first, fucking kill. So you can't have it both ways, dick. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: this is why, you know, (laughs) not to go to Jedi and Sith again, but it's easy to fall to the dark side because it is. It's just easy. It's easy to do the wrong thing. It's harder to do the right thing. Right. Right, And I think what's interesting, though, about Robbie's journey here, which I don't find Robbie all that interesting most seasons. So we've no, talked nor about do I. We hate him. For a while, we he hate was him. just like a romantic entanglement. Yeah. And then last season, he was getting his ass kicked. So it was a little more interesting. But he was, just, he was still an ingrate towards both Daniel and Johnny. Which I still kind of think he is. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I get where his head's at. I understand where he's gotten to after dealing with both of them. And honestly, I think it's interesting. At the end, you kind of get this thing of... Oh, it's it's like he tried to be a mentor to this kid, right? The way he never had a mentor, or the way he had, or the way rather he had been mentored by several people, right. Because he never had a father, because he's got fatherish. Great, right? Yeah, for sure. So uh, it's almost like in this moment, watching this kid, he he almost it's like this is the moment he forgives Johnny, right? Yeah, is the moment where he's like, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy to be a dad when you're even when you're there. Exactly, you know, the kid's not going to turn. Becomes the you
1: know? rev- revelation. He's like, now when I have to imprint my morality on someone, it's not perfect. It's right. not black and white. And, you can't
2: and, and, and sort of uh, uh, forgives Daniel. I would
1: think yes, yeah. too, to be like you, you, you tried to do
2: the right thing. I understand. Right, you- he gets it. He grows up. Right.
1: Yeah, he matures a little bit here. Yeah, just took the, it. Just took him ripping off that sexy shirt and showing us what he oh had. Oh my be. God, we'll I, get there. We'll ugh. get there. There's two critical conversations that happen in this part of the final episode. Okay. Yes. You have Crease, and you know, they oh, again, they try and humanize Crease. And you and I, over the years, we just haven't bought it. Like, you can't humanize Crease, he's just hateful, he's just mean. Like, there's no way of trying to make him into a good guy and trying to yeah. justify the way he acts. Like, he is no. what he is. When he talks to Johnny in the hallway, they're making Crease out to be this guy that was like just doing the best he could with the, the limited experience he had as a soldier, as a warrior. So, they're right. trying to humanize Crease again in there, yes. And then the f- next. Fucking scene. Miguel is talking to Johnny, and Johnny doesn't really give him the answers that he wants. Right. Where he basically wants him to say, like, I, like, I want a father, not a sensei. Right. And that relates right back to Johnny. I need a father, not a sensei, with respect right. to Kreese. It, they're two perfect conversations that go right next to each other. Right. I couldn't be more clear. Like, we get... That whole dynamic is the same exact thing. It's beautiful. It's fucking yeah. great. It's
2: fucking great. Because I think this will be the beginning for Crease that Johnny will look at him too. Is like you were kind of
1: like a father figure to me, and, right? You know, which they hinted at. In the I fir- know it's not. Easy. They hinted at in the first in the first uh, season, right? Before Crease came in and began to fuck up his world, and he like you know he still looked at him in a positive way, and he was like, I was a fucking kid that my, my mother married a rich guy. No one loved me, and like this is where I found solace. Blah blah blah. Right. I so, found
2: confidence. I found yeah. myself.
1: You know. So we get to this point, and uh, you got the announcer again. Boy, he's just losing, losing his mind. He goes, it's the Old Valley, motherfucker,
2: <laughs> where anything
1: <laughs> can happen. Anything yeah. will happen here. <laughs> Kill each other with the weapons we put underneath your chairs. Yeah. Anything will, is,
2: anything goes. I love, too, like, hey, you remember this, Trader, from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, show the audience, and you're like, they're like 18 years old. None of them were here for
1: this. it's like we don't know any of yeah. your references. They're we all don't care. They're someone's brother or sister. That's
0: <laughs> what the audience. Is. Welcome to the 51st annual All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament.
1: We get that great flashback with uh, you know, where Miyagi, which is a be- beautiful flashback. Yes. I can't believe they found it in uh, the Karate Kid 3. Like you got to do it your own way.
2: Yeah. You know, it's that's, that's, fucking it's great. It's the third karate. It's when they're planting the uh bonsai, The bonsai trees on right? the mount, on the cliffside. Perfect. Oh, my God. Like, yeah.
1: they really, I, I mean, tell they
2: cherry-picked a great fucking
1: I feel like this. the writers of this show wrote that line, and when they found that, they're like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, somehow he said it in all three yeah, whoever movies. Whoever they're, like, researcher who, yeah. like, is like, oh, you know, I looking <laughs> through the script again, and yeah. this might really play. You got Robbie versus Hawk, because Miguel just, again, karate kid, like, yep. the timer's going. He didn't show up. I thought they were going to interrupt somehow and be like, he's going to fight. Miguel's going to fight like the first karate game. No, he's out. Nope. So you get a complete surprise. Robbie versus Hawk. Yeah. Hawk takes it down.
2: Because Miguel is no longer afraid to disappoint Johnny. Right. Right. He doesn't give up. I think the, the sensei he mentality is over. I think that relationship right. is basically done. So, again, this is
1: kind of like Which they're, they're not giving us what we expected. We obviously all expected Robbie versus Miguel, instead, we get Robbie versus Hawk. Interesting, but yeah. you never thought this was coming. Yeah. They both go shirtless. it makes sense for Hawk. You oh, know, yeah. He needs that redemption. Agree. Right? They both go shirtless. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a Michael Jackson fantasy, really. Yeah. It's like that kind of I, I, strawny young boy body. Dude, you know, really. probably he's
2: fighting and his geese opening up, and it's going, I'm literally, I literally wrote him like, oh, close your fucking gee, yeah. Enough. And then he, of course, ripped Rips it, it off. off. And I was like, and then, of course, Hawk is going to rip his <laughs> off. And then I love the, the look, like everyone looks around and the officials are kind of like, eh. Honestly,
1: I thought that's at gotta first, be a rule. I was like, oh, wow, that came open during this this fight and they didn't fix it for the show. Wow, that's, they let yeah. it go. Then I'm like, wait a second, it's coming more undone. I thought he was going to get called on it. Then they are going to be like, point and off, then and then like, i mean then it's fully undone he rips it off and that's when i came yeah all right <laughs> so <laughs>
2: what the <laughs> damn i thought we had something who are you are you the dude that was Hugging my dad?
1: So Hawk wins. That's fantastic, all right? Yeah. So now, but we know it's all going to come down to the fight between the and girls. gets a win for? He gets a win for Miyagi. So do we know it all comes down to the girls as to who's going to take it down? Right. Miyagi or Cobra Kai? And no matter what you say about Eagle Fang, it was always going to come down to Miyagi versus Cobra Kai. Of course. Just the way it is. Yeah. Just that's that's the karate kid yep. for you, okay? So it's believable. Mr. LaRusso, D- Daniel's wife, gets to the Tori's head out in the hallway five minutes before the fight, and it's like... She's like, "Don't hurt my daughter," and you're like, "Just get out of here." Yeah, I I, mean, I love her on the show. Yeah, but it's like enough already. Now, did, yeah, we forgot about your dumb plot point. You're helping her for no reason that we can understand. Uh, so, guilt, whatever, guilt. Yeah, yeah, because Freeze so. came and guilted you in the grocery store. Right, and, exactly. Feel yeah,
2: like I didn't know. And you're like, "Yeah, well, think next time, bitch."
1: And right before the girl fight begins, when it's being announced and everything, yeah. And this is seconds after finally Daniel and Johnny decide to reunite and come together. Yeah. And give you know, like equal strategy to Sam as she goes into this big fight. They're going to work together. Yeah. So Daniel sends somebody up to correct the announcer similar to the way the announcer was corrected in the first Karate Kid. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight. Daniel LaRusso's going right, to fight. Right, right. Or when they corrected Miyagi-do, Miyagi-Do's Miyagi name, right? Right, yeah. The, Daniel sends him up and he uh, he's told that Johnny is also a two-time All-Valley champion. Yeah. And when that happened, I was like, "Oh, it's great!" Because when they were announcing like the big teams, they should have announced that for Johnny too. He yeah. he was also a two-time so champion. Two, he won before he won the first two years before Daniel. Before Daniel. and so then right. he came in second. Like he was a he's a dominator. Yeah, the girls basically saying to the two of them during the fight. She's like, "I don't know what what do I do this 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 and and basically their advice is like, do everything. Just do just do everything. Offense yeah. defense. Just fight. Just go. That's yeah. their coaching. Just." Just do it yeah, your way. Their coaching is do karate. <laughs> yeah, do exactly. Offense, do defense, right. do them both. <laughs> but at different
2: times when it's appropriate. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. Martial arts. But really, this season, that plot doesn't make sense. Well, I know. You know, they're like, oh, let's learn each other's stuff. Because it also kind of makes each dojo less special. Which right. I guess the idea well, is we're going toward one
1: conglomerate You're exactly right. Dojo. In that they're, they're basically... They're refining the philosophies of each dojo into right. a fighting technique, and that doesn't necessarily track. Right. I'm one with the forces the force with me. I'm one with the forces the force with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Suddenly, you got the part where, like, that classic Karate Kid moment where, like, Terry Silver's like, "Fucking her in the other eye." Yeah. yeah. And no yeah, one will yeah. do anything. Yeah. And Kreese is like, "No, don't do that." And you're like, Kreese, continuing to like. Change man, but we've seen this before with Crease, and it's always a, a fake out, so right. So now it's like, is this really happening? Like, but this is, I think, the
2: I, I think that's what they're gonna go for to give him some sort of redemption and well, let I Terry wrote, Silver be the big bad. Of well, next I wrote, season. I
1: wrote like Terry Silver is a mess now at this point. Oh, he yeah. gets contradicted right right there. He's got a strategy, and Crease is like, don't listen to him. So, Terry, you know, Terry is yeah. a mess.
2: So, you have no respect for me thanks. at this
1: point, yeah. At this point, what we're seeing so far, yeah. Uh, and then Tori wins. And the reality is it makes perfect sense because Tori, like, needed it more. Terry Silver immediately grabs the mic and he's like, we're going to open Cobra Kai's all over the valley. It's like, you yeah. know what, you don't need more than one or two. I mean, it's not all like over the valley. that many people go to karate class. Like, How many people, how many are going to you know, you know, open? That, it's not like a McDonald's where there should be like five there. Yeah. One karate studio is enough. That'll do it. How Maybe many teachers two. do you have? Yeah. Because you don't have enough for more than two right so now. So you know what? The karate tournament ends and we're like, hey, this show is over. But wait a second. What's the rest of the 15 minutes going on here? We're going to resolve all yeah. these things. Tori overhears that a bribery has taken place and that Terry has bribed the official. Yeah, I think that's a direct reference to when um, Sam got the point and Tori stepped out of bounds and the... The, the judge was like, no, she was an out of bounds. Everyone right. was like, no, she kicked her and she went out of bounds. So yeah, I think yeah. that's where the bribe came in. Yeah. I well, think there were a
2: couple of moments because remember remember uh, there was a moment earlier in one of the fights. Johnny was like screaming, like, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, where he's like, no point. He's like, that should be a point off for what he just did. Okay. So he's, he's like, gonna- so like there was a couple of times in the tournament where it seemed like there were just bad calls and right. like not in their favor. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it was, like, to a point where it was, like, completely obvious. But then when you saw that, you're like, well, that makes sense. Right. So, yeah. Like,
1: right, right. And also at the end, in the denouement of this season, you get um, Johnny and Robbie finally have that heart-to-heart conversation. So yeah. and, that, and that's great. That's fantastic. You it's get, nice to have a good scene together. For right. First time in the whole show, really. And then you get to the last scene with Chris and with Terry celebrating. And first of all, before anything is revealed, just... Terry's conversation is brilliant. He was like, you've got a weakness. It's Johnny. I've got a weakness. It's you. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. It really defines it perfectly. It's fantastic. Yep. And and then we get the great karate kid swerve. So you know what I'm going to do? He says, basically, I'm going to set you up for beating up fucking Stingray. I'm going to remove you from the situation. Yep, and because... he flash back to what presumably was the end of the eighth episode where he's kicking the shit out of Stingray, Yeah, and he says to him, you got to basically throw it all on Crease, and then you can be a member of Cobra Kai, and that's yeah. what he does. And it's, it works out perfectly to the point where they bring away Kreese, and he's... Fucking openly gloating. He drinks his champagne. He's flexing and yeah. profiling in the same way he did in the third movie. Like right. yeah, yeah. he becomes so like Terry Silver. I've yep. mastered the situation. Another brilliant karate kid swerve to the end that gets us excited yep. about the next season. Yep. How do they keep doing it, Scott? I mean, how do they keep doing it? They I, I really don't know. And then Daniel speaking at the grave as he's done before, speaking at Miyagi's grave. We almost expect Miyagi's ghost to appear and be like, I will help you. I've been waiting
2: that since episode one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But it winds up being chosen from the Karate Kid 2, his rival from 2, who we saw in one uh, episode last season, two episodes last season. Um, And now he's going to be the one. Daniel's basically like, I'm going to go back on my promise, you know, to, to, to close out my dojo. Yeah. But wait a second. Look who's here with me. JK. We'll just name it something else and right. and just pretend that, you know, I didn't make a deal at all. It's like the, the Michael Scott paper
2: company. The, yeah. That's the thing. If you close me, I'm just going <laughs> to open another paper company and another paper company.
1: It's like, Daniel, let it go. Stop <laughs> yeah. caring about the kids and the valley and the yeah. reaction to bad and good karate. J- seriously, let yeah. it go. <laughs> You've got problems at home. Yeah. Sam is lost. Honey, I'm son, leaving, and I'm, yeah. I'm taking the
2: kids. Your yeah, son, yeah. As
1: soon as I'm done with this karate lesson, right. I'll your, be right with you. Your son is a bully.
2: You've really botched it. Stay at home. Yeah. yeah. So your son's going to be like in The Sopranos. He's going to be like wearing makeup and stepping on his own poop in and, gym class.
1: What the hell's wrong with you? You look like a Puerto Rican whore. Cobra Kai, season four. Yeah. And yeah. I got
2: to tell you, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, yes, very good. I again, thought it was better than three. Again, I mean, I'm you know, of course, we, we do this analysis, and we're fans, so we're going to be nitpicky. So I had, like, some, like, mm-hmm. but I have it every season, and yeah. at the end of the day, I'm, like, they, solid back, And they somehow and they justify it, it by the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. Terry's turn, and the relationship between him and Crease is weird, and- Swerves yeah. around that doesn't isn't logical, but by the end, it's justified, and we're like, Oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense where it's going. Yeah, like if we're led to the next season, we know what the relationships are, what the crises are, right? It's rock and roll.
2: So, I and on that note, I wanted to ask you, so like, what's next? What do you think? Uh, predictions? What do we got? I, I assume we have at least one more season,
1: yeah, we definitely do. They already signed one more season. I yeah. almost, almost want to say they signed two more seasons.
2: Well, let's say at least
1: one more. What do you want to say? I suppose that Daniel and Chosen work together to create a new karate school that has to oppose Cobra Kai both inside the ring and outside the ring. Right. Um, I don't know how Johnny fits into
2: that equation. I would say, here's my guess, is I think... Bringing Chosen in because they were former rivals who ended up working it out. I think Chosen is going to be kind of the key a to good, getting a, a Johnny. A good to, influence on Johnny. Yeah, to well, come over to their side.
1: Knowing this show will get a great conversation between Chosen and Johnny where they're like, You kicked LaRusso's ass too? So yeah, did I. Yeah, high five. Guarantee you. Yeah. And they're both kind of looking at LaRusso and they're like, All right. Chosen's like, Hey, next time you kick his ass, <laughs> honk his nose. <laughs> <laughs> It'll drive him nuts. <laughs> he hates that shit. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I expect something like that. I think that Miguel will fail in finding his father and it strengthens his relationship with Johnny. Uh, now, this is what I want to ask.
2: Who do you think are we going to get some sort of celebrity playing Miguel's father? I, I think was, it's obviously right? Danny Trejo, <laughs> that Machete. Would be, that would be bad I think ass. that's obvious. I'm Great. thinking fucking Punch, right? Like Eric Estrada? Eric Estrada. Is he even alive still? Probably not. I don't no, know. I'm going to throw one weird prediction out. Go. Because, I mean, we've exhausted how many characters? We've exhausted every character. Do it. There's ever been. I think next season we're getting Mike Barnes. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, we need Bring new him. characters. He needs somebody to coach with him now. Crease is gone. I was saying right? to you
1: where it could be Hillary Swank coming in and being like, "I was Miyagi's student too. Didn't you ever hear about me?" Yeah, yeah, I could. She's see like, that, "I never uh, heard about you." What? Daniel's like, "What? You never? Miyagi never talked <laughs> he about never me. Never talked about I, me." I, but no, I have no idea who you no, are. No, no, not at all. I just decided to, I, my car broke down in Reseda. You started a business together.
2: <laughs> we went to Okinawa. I met
1: his whole family. Uh, nope, never
2: heard a word he about you. He had my children when nah, they were
1: born. Nah. I, what? Nah, he, he trained me. Come but on, he, Mr. Miyagi. He never mentioned you. <laughs> Scott, this has been an episode of the Trilogy Podcast, where we review the fourth season of Cobra Kai, and I think we did a fantastic job, my friend. I think we did pretty good. All right, and we're going to have another one at this time next year, so... Uh, Hopefully. Fingers crossed if it doesn't get delayed. We are the Trilogy Podcast. I am Vin. And I'm Scott. And uh, have a great, great day. Hey, you. Yeah.
0: When you're alone, you ask yourself, what are you searching for?